We're about to have Memorial Day weekend, which is really the final few games before you could do your first real evaluation of your club. This is Locked On MLB. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all the Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me. Where's my lower third? There it is. You can call me Sully. I'm an Emmy-nominated television producer who's been a baseball podcaster for the last decade or so, and I've been here for the last five seasons here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. By the way, it is your team every day, and make sure to check out all of your team's games and podcasts on the SiriusXM app, and check us out on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, the, the notion of it's too early to look at your team is really going to go away in a couple of days. I have a thing which I'm, I'm going to unleash it again this Monday called the Summer Score, of which I keep tabs of the number of days a team is in a position for a playoff spot after Memorial Day. Because I think after Memorial Day, the summer is really beginning and we've also will have every team will have played roughly one third of their games. And you'll be able to say, OK, there's still two thirds of the season ahead of you, but you have a big enough sample size to be able to say, all right, what are we? What are we now? There's some teams that are pretty much where they want to be. And you say, OK, let's build upon that. There's some teams that are looking, going, who the hell are we? And they may have to make some improvements. And there's going to be a series, which we're going to be talking about in segment two, where the participants must be thinking, wow, we are almost the same in the standings. And yet where we are in the playoff picture is so wildly different that it's, it, it, you know, it, it it's going to make this series very intriguing. But first and foremost, we have a, a series that's going to start on Friday, which I think is one of the most interesting series we, we may see all year. And I don't think that's hyperbole. I've been a big proponent that we need to get rid of the, the American League and the National League and make them regional divisions because with a universal DH and all the teams playing each other, the leagues don't really matter anymore. It's weird. That being said, we are seeing a series that's going to start on Friday between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, the Rays, who remember they got absolutely blown out in game one of their series against the Toronto Blue Jays. Some people think like, oh, wow, did the Blue Jays find themselves? Look at that. They beat up Toronto. Or they beat up uh, Tampa. It was one game, and Tampa Bay said, okay, fine, win that one. 20 to 1. We'll win the next two games. And that's exactly what happened. I fervently believe that a 20 to 1 blowout is not as harmful as a 2 to 1 loss. You know, a 20 to nothing, a 20 to 1 blowout, yeah, we didn't have it today. We'll start, we'll have uh, Beth and Court, uh, you know, a, a 
position player, finish the game on the mound. We'll rest our pitchers. We'll be ready to go. You know, some days you just don't have it. And they just turned right around. And not only that, you saw in the game, the six that they doubled up the, the Blue Jays. The final score was six to three. And you just saw, you know, Rosa Reina had that type of game where he got some hits, got a couple of infield hits, goes first to third. You know, that they get the other team back on their heels. There were so many runs for scoring on here's an infield hit here. Here's a guy, you know, uh, uh, beats out the throw there. They hustle. They get the they take the bases out. They're not just waiting for the home run. And it seems no matter what happens in terms of the injuries on their team, you know, the next thing you know, a another pitcher rises from the ashes and they do well. You know, I mean, they have all sorts of, they've had all sorts of injuries to this club. And then, you know, but just, you know, wait and see. Someone else will fill in. Zach Eflin was the one today. Pitched seven strong innings, let up one run to Toronto. Remember how they scored 20 the other day? You know, just take care of business. Take care of business. And Los Angeles, who did not play on Thursday, um, but they wound up dropping the final game to Atlanta, who currently have the best record in the National League. But the Dodgers are clearly a team that has images of going back to the World Series, you know, dancing in their heads right now. And look at the Dodgers have a you know a pretty have the you know they have a lead against Arizona. And they're pushing away San Diego, who, by the way, won a game uh, with a three-run homer by Rugnet Odor. Of all the superstars on the team, it was Odor who got the big hit. Maybe that'll be a turnaround point for San Diego. We'll see. They're going to be starring Noah Syndergaard, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, the Rays, who knows, they're going to start. It'll start starting for an inning, and then it'll be, be, uh, you know, whatever. It'll just be a bullpen game or something like that. Now. the Dodgers had won a couple of games, but the Braves beat their winning streak the other day, as I mentioned. Uh, the Dodgers are averaging uh, just under five and a half runs per game. They don't have a very high batting average right now. And they have a pretty good on-base percentage. But their slugging percentage is one of the best in the National League. And that's led, you know, Max Muncie is a classic example. He's got 15 home runs and his batting average is microscopic so they you know he'll go one for five but that one will be a home run right now freddie freeman is the best all-around hitter for los angeles and the dodgers pitching has been good it's been good enough you know they've been scoring five and a half runs a game and they've been letting up a little under four and a half so that's gonna average to a bunch of wins you know they don't have the best uh, they don't have the best ER team ERA. They don't have the best whip, but they do well enough to win. And they've been getting a lot of contributions, as I mentioned earlier, from Outman and the other baby Dodgers at this point. We're going to see what happens with Syndergaard. We're not sure what he's all about. The Rays, of course, dust themselves off. They lose 20 to 1. They go win the next couple of games. You know, they've won four of their last six games. And. They've been scoring nearly six runs a game, and it's not all been with the homers. They've been getting home runs. Rosarena has 11 home runs, but even his game isn't all homers. 
They play smart baseball. They push the other team. And they, you know, they can have people, you know, they can have people like, you know, Yandy Diaz is hitting the ball well, although he is questionable for the series. These are two teams that seem to be hell-bent to win right now. And if they had a rematch of the 2020 World Series between Tampa Bay and Los Angeles, who would be stunned by that? Well, someone's going to wind up winning that series because it is in a four-game series. And it's being played in Tampa Bay, so there's not going to be any rainouts. So it's going to be interesting as these two teams that certainly are what they thought they wanted to be going into the season, and they're playing a high level of baseball, one of the series to watch this weekend. Miller Thomas here to talk about our new sponsor, Bird Dogs, because if you're a fan, if you're a listener, and guess what? You like wearing undergarments like pants or shorts, because I'm assuming you probably do. Bird Dogs is the way to go, because if you're trying to find pants that fit you right, they're comfortable and they're versatile. The best place to go is Bird Dogs because right now I got on a pair of Bird Dogs Bird Dog shorts and this thing is right above my knee, perfect length. They're comfortable. I could do squats in these things. I could hit my lunges. I could go to the gym, work out. Feel like I could go even swimming in these things. And I feel like I could wear them for maybe a week if I was deserted on an island. I think the one pair of shorts I would want is my pair of Bird Dogs because I think they would make it through all the harsh conditions out there, through the rain, through the storm, and I think I would wake up feeling comfortable. If anything, I could have no food, I could have no water, but as long as I got my bird dog shorts, I'll be okay. And the best part about bird dogs right now, if you go to their website, order some shorts, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they'll throw in a free bird dog, step, bird dog style Yeti tumbler. Great for your Bev's keeping them cold. Great for your soups, keeping them hot. I use my Bird Dogs tumbler every day. So please go to birddogs.com. Use promo code lockdown and we'll be and get that Yeti tumbler bird dog style only when you listen to lockdown and we'll be. Also, this weekend is a strange potential series between Minnesota and Toronto. Now, I happen to, for whatever reason, got a lot of views and a lot of attention on the episode that I posted where I said, Blue Jays got to get rid of their manager. John Schneider's is not the one to do it. He is an interim manager who took over when Montoyo got canned in the middle of last year. And again, he's a baseball lifer, fine. This is not a good situation for the Blue Jays. And you saw it again, even when they come out and they blow the doors off the dump in Tampa Bay, they lose the next two. And as of this recording... The Blue Jays are just one game above 500. The whole sort of everyone in the American League East is above 500 is about to hit the microscope. Because if Toronto loses on Friday, they will be even 500. And if they lose this series to Minnesota, they'll be under 500 going into Memorial Day. And that is a gut check time. That is a point that you take that evaluation of the team at the one-third mark and say, geez, are we a sub-500 team? And that's within the realm of possibility. This Blue Jays team should not be talking about how that you know, they may be kind of struggling to go into the end of May as a 500 team. 
and they're going to be playing a Minnesota Twins team that's not doing much better. The Twins, who have lost six of their last 10 games, are 26 and 24. They're only two games above 500. The difference is, and I mentioned how weird this is before, is that the Blue Jays are in the cellar and only half a game back of Minnesota, who are the only team in the AL Central with a winning record. This is going to be a strange matchup because neither one of these teams are great. Um, Toronto, I mean, this, this series, where, 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 I'm trying to see where, where is the series going to be played? Um, this series is going to be played in, uh, where is it? Oh, it's going to be in Minnesota. Okay. Um, the Blue Jays didn't win, obviously, the other day. And, um, it's, it's, you're going to look and see the Blue Jays are just, They've lost six of their last seven games. They won the big blowout against Tampa Bay, but the rest of the games have been losses. And, you know, they've been getting some decent production from Bo Bichette. They've been getting some decent uh, production from Dalton Varsho. But it's not doing the job. Now we're going to see what Kevin Gosman is going to be able to do because he's going to be pitching. And he has been a, you know, a bright spot in the uh the Baltimore rotation. Do I have that right? I think I have that right. I think Gosman is going in that first game. Yeah, Gosman's going against Varland. Okay. And you know, Garland has you know Gosman has pitched well. You know, he's pitched well so far this year. So we're gonna you know see what happens. Now the the twins are barely ahead of the Blue Jays, but because they play in the central, they're in first place. Varland has had a little bit of success. Louis Varland, um, he has won a couple of games. I don't really look at win-loss record. He's a four ERA, a one point two five WHIP. Um, he's uh, uh, he pitched well the other day, where he threw um, he threw five innings in the victory against the Angels. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens here. These are two teams as they go into this initial crossroad. You know, the Twins are going to have to, you know, the Twins are in first place by themselves, even though they're kind of having a mediocre season. And what they just need to do is just start winning games. As I brought up the other day, if they have any prospects or even remotely ready to come up, bring them up right now. In this winnable division, you got to go for it right here and right now. But for the Blue Jays, this is a huge gut check. And this is when you go into, you know, when you, I made the point that I don't think Schneider is the the man for the job right now, which is why I said, if you know that, why wouldn't you just make that move? And uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe we shouldn't do this. We should hire Joe Madden, hire Mike Schilt, hire Roberto Kelly. There are, there are potential managers out there who, you know, who will take over in Toronto and do fine. Thank you very much. This is a moment where the Blue Jays have to take advantage of Minnesota and the fact that they probably won't be facing Ryan, who has been so far Minnesota's best pitcher in this series, and just try to focus on trying to win series. They did not do the job against Tampa Bay. They won the first game 20-1, to as I mentioned, and they didn't get the main job done. 
The main job is to just try to keep winning two out of three. Keep winning two out of three. Those two out of threes eventually will build up. But if Toronto just stumbles into June, then you have to take a good long look in the mirror because this is a team that's designed to win right now. And Minnesota has to also look in the mirror saying, hey, we play in a garbage division. And all we have to do is be good. And you get to host one of the series in the first round of the playoffs. Now, who are some of the other uh, the other potential names in this? I mean, the, you have, uh, um, you, know, we, you know, I mentioned uh, Joe Ryan has pitched really well, and he's probably not going to be involved in this series against Toronto. And, you know, odds makers are basically kind of calling it a toss-up between the two. So these are two teams. One is in first place and the other is in last place and only separated by half a game. So divisions are really silly. But at the same time, this is a moment for these teams to potentially dust themselves off, get back into it, and show they're for real. Or be ready to fall apart. Hey, let's talk a little bit about rocket money. Do you know what? We all have subscriptions and we've all been suckered into the whole, hey, the first 30 days are free and then it's the 31st day and you're being charged up the wazoo. And guess what? Most people forget about it. And if you ask about 80% of the people in the country how much you're spending on subscriptions, they're like, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks. No, it's close to 200. And times are tough these days. You got to save money here or there. So what I use is rocket money. Now, with rocket money, it looks up all your subscriptions. And I bet there's a few that you forgot you had. You go find them. The ones you don't like, rocket money will cancel them. Just hit the button. Rocket money will do the job for you. And they can help you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses. So you can easily take care of your budget in real time and also get some sort of alert if anything looks a little weird. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash MLB. rocketmoney.com slash MLB. You know, I've always talked about how the season can kind of bounce one way or another. I said that every major league team is going to win 60 games, no matter how bad they are. And every major league team is going to lose 60 games, no matter how bad they are. So that, that that's those middle games, you know, I mean, you have, that's wait, what's 120. That's those, those middle 42 games are the ones that are going to separate the division winners and the champions to the also rants. But we're seeing that that's not the case with the A's. The A's are, you know, you, you look at a team and say, oh, they're playing sub 500 ball or they're playing sub, you know, you know, sub 400 ball. The A's are playing sub 200 ball at this point. They're on an eight game losing streak. And I caught a lot of heat from my, from our friends over at Lockdown Angels when I was saying that the A's were going to out, you know, 
to, to beat out the, the A's were going to win more games than the Angels. And boy, oh boy, did that prediction turn out to be horrible. My rationale behind it was that it seems like every year the A's have a bunch of no names on the team. You don't know who the heck they are. And they wound up playing tough, scrappy baseball. I thought they were going to be a 70 71 win team. They are on pace to win fewer than 40 games. Do I think they can keep up that? I don't know. I mean, we're at nearly the halfway mark, the, the, the one third mark of the season. The A's are once again on an eight game losing streak. It seems like every time you turn around, they're the five in a row, seven in a row, eight in a row that they've lost. And they lost today exactly the type of game that I thought they were going to win. Tough, scrappy, where they jump out to an early lead. You know, they held the Mariners from hitting a lot, but you know, the final score, the Mariners won the game. Ty France hit a couple of home runs. And the teams that play the A's are getting, it's like a trip to the spa. It's like a trip saying like, hey, we need a couple of wins now. And so, you know, it's going to be, you know, at some point, as they're playing sub 200 ball, something has to click with the A's. And of course, you take a look and the management is fine with this. They are. What do they care? They're moving the team to Las Vegas. They're trying to make it so they can create the optics that the team is so bad that nobody's there. That what choice do they have but to move to Las Vegas? Well, there's a lot of choices. You can actually try to put a decent product on the field. But now you face the A's. You know you're gonna you're gonna drop two games, and guess who they're gonna be playing starting tonight? The Astros, the team that's knock knock knocking on the door for first place. Brown Hunter Brown is pitching. Caprillion is pitching. Caprillion is supposedly one of the A's bright spots in their starting rotation. His ERA is above eight. And, you know, look, at unless unless the, the seize part and a miracle happens, we have to call the Pope. The 28 and 21 Astros are facing the 10 and 42 A's. The A's are 32 games under 500. This is an easy, at least two wins for the Astros, which means the pressure is lying firmly on the Rangers and Gray, who are playing Baltimore, who just took two out of three from the Yankees. Remember when the Yankees had that wild come-from-behind victory with Judge hitting the home run and everything like that? Well, in the end, the Orioles did what they wanted to do. They went into New York and took two out of three. Now they're heading back to their home, and Rodriguez is pitching, and Gray is pitching for Texas. The Orioles want to keep putting the pressure on the Rays. The Rangers are hoping to keep the Astros at bay, but what are you going to do if the Astros are playing the A's? It's kind of sad. It's not kind of sad. It's extraordinarily sad seeing how bad the A's have become and that it's this is almost by design. It is almost by design. You may have to even drop the almost that the A's have let the team die on the vine. Get at least, I mean, the 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 Mets lost 120 games in 1969, and that's the most in the modern era. But man, this team could shatter it and then head to Las Vegas. 
Feel good with your chances, Las Vegas, on this as a team. But you know what? It's important for the A's to create this op- these optics so the other teams can vote for them. Oh, no one's even going to the games. You put a garbage product on the field and let the stadium go to hell. But alas, here we are. And we're going to have a great game, great series of games uh, over the weekend. But I have to say something, my fans, my everyday Sulliers. Uh, I asked a trivia question the other day, and I got some answers. Let's let's review what the trivia question was. Here it is. Who is the only current Hall of Famer to lead the league in home runs during their rookie year? Um, and Pete Alonso did it, by the way, and today he had a, yet another home run. I think he has 19 home runs. We're not even at Memorial Day weekend. It's pretty darn good. But uh, I got a couple of guesses. Uh, I had someone guess Frank Robinson. I had someone guess Ted Williams. Both very good guesses, but neither one of them led the league in home runs. Um, More than one person pointed out McGuire. And yes, in 1987, he did indeed lead the American League in home runs. But lest we forget, as of this recording, Mark McGuire is not in the Hall of Fame. So I'm going to give you another day. Some Hall of Famer out there led the league in home runs in their rookie year. Go get them. And go get this podcast. You can like us on Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram. I am your pal, Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Mapping out some of the interesting series for the upcoming weekend of baseball before we start to really take a look at the teams. This has been Locked On MLB for the 26th day of May 2023. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please, I'm begging you, call me Sully.